Hey, this is Kat Kahn from Knoxville, Tennessee. And Tanya Rice from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are grateful you've joined us. And we cannot wait to share with you the musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learn, laugh, and enjoy. And we hope you will share with us any of your comments or questions. Without further ado, this is Two Pittas on a Pod. Well, hello, Kat. Hi there, Tanya. How's it going? It's going great. Again today. I know. You know, I wonder if anyone can tell. In fact, I would <laughs> love to know. Can you guys tell if we have done two? Because we usually get a little more slap happy on the second one. <laughs> and I usually enter it with a well, hello, Kat. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You always do. Because <laughs> it's like long time, stranger. Yeah, I know. It's like, hello there. <laughs> it's good stuff yeah what are we talking about this time well we are talking about one of the world's most popular health and fitness trends right now intermittent fasting yes and it's and something that you and i both have had experience with mm -hmm. and both seen success with and we both love it you know and it's you know it is a it is a trend but it's been around for years and years and years i mean people have fasted for thousands of years for different reasons people i think for the most part are doing intermittent fasting now to lose weight or to improve their health but it also simplifies your lifestyle yeah and i also feel like what people don't realize is again do i do we need to call it a diet or can we call it a way of life, a mindful practice per se, because in the world of Ayurvedic nutrition, which you know is something that I really, really love, Mm -hmm. uh, intermittent fasting is a part of that. And it's not because it's like, hey, you know, 2000 years ago, when we were talking about Ayurveda and pittas and vatas, we were talking about intermittent fasting. It's not that at all. We were talking about there's a healthy time of day for you and your body to be doing the digesting. Mm -hmm. And there's a healthy amount of time for you to allow your body to rejuvenate, to take on those calories, to change its metabolic rate and to, you know, function more healthily. And so ironically, intermittent fasting is really just Ayurvedic nutrition mm -hmm. on steroids for Western people to say, oh, hey, that sounds like a great idea. Why hadn't I thought <laughs> it sooner? You know? Yeah. Well, if you think about to the hunter gatherers and the, you know, the early humans, we, there wasn't a grocery store to go to, to get red food. So they had long periods of fasting and they survived just fine. And we have moved into a society that feels like we have to have something in our mouth all the time. I guess uh, Freud would have a big, could have a lot to say about that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah. So, you know, People are like, well, Tanya, you know, what, how, how do you manage to do it? Like, I know the first time I brought it up to you, you looked at me cross-eyed and, uh -huh. yep. you know, thought that maybe I was off my rocker. But, you know, for me, I was introduced to it as a term intermittent fasting with an article I had been reading. And, you know, part of my, all my studying that I was doing with the Ayurvedic nutrition, and it was lending towards what they were calling an eating window. Mm -hmm. So at the time, I did not know of 
it as intermittent fasting. I knew of it as an eating window and choosing that eating window based on the Ayurvedic clock. And so for those of you who have, you know, done some Ayurvedic study or, you know, been through my Ayurvedic nutrition class, you've seen that clock because I've shared it. with. And part of that clock defines the best time for your body to be digesting is during that window in the afternoon when Pitta is highest. So if you were to truly take your window, it would be those four Pitta hours. But because four hours is maybe a little bit more dramatic for some people, they say extend it two hours before and extend it two hours beyond. Mm -hmm. And so then you have that window of eight hours. And we know that most of us shoot for a perfect eight hour evening of sleep on the flip in the middle of the day, we should plan for a perfect eight hours of eating. And it doesn't mean that you, you know, can't ever be like, well, my my family's making brunch on Christmas this morning, but I have to just sit and watch. Like, you don't, you don't also have to punish yourself either, Mm -hmm. especially if you have managed to make this, you know, a a way of life for you. And so for me, it was really the eating window. But then I learned, oh, well, there's, you know, a whole Western culture calling it intermittent fasting. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I know people are like, well, how do you choose the window? And I kind of just gave you that indication that I do it off of the Ayurvedic clock. But if that doesn't work for you, and if you know that you're the person who rises early and you're hungry early, then maybe that window is earlier for you. For you and I, I know you and I have talked about how our evening meal with our spouse plays kind of an important role in, you know, just the familiarity of our family and coming home from work and gathering at the table. And so we're like, our window has to include that evening hour because that's important to us. Mm -hmm. So for me and for you, I think too, I tend to give up the breakfast and I keep my window between and I cut mine even less than eight hours. I'm more like a six hour, but I keep my window between noon and six. And if it goes till seven, I don't feel terrible about it because it's still seven hours less than the eight hours, which is my goal, right? Mm -hmm. So, And I do adjust my time because I generally do 17 and seven. So I fast for 17 hours and I eat for seven. Now, if we are going on vacation, I I do move it around and give myself bigger windows. But like today, my son's coming over for dinner and he won't get here until six. Well, normally I'm finished eating by seven. So I'll, I ate my, I started eating later today. So I, I'm never set on exactly when I start, but I kind of play on, okay, what's going on in my world? You know, we're going out to dinner with some friends this weekend and we're not going into seven. So I probably, I mean, it'll just be a bigger window of eating, but I don't start eating until like two. Yeah. But again, that's one of those things where you get to a place where you don't have to feel bad about that. Like, Mm -hmm. right. It's not like, oh, darn, I ruined my diet. Right. Because that's not the mentality. Mm -hmm. The mentality is, oh, well, I'm just shifting my window Mm -hmm. and I'm still going to have my lovely food within my lovely window. Right. Mm -hmm. And likewise, if there's a day where you're like, man, I don't know what's up with my, you know, my gut today, but I'm super hungry at 10 a.m. Then, you know, you break your fast at 10 a.m. and Mm -hmm. you can shift your window or like Kat says, you can lengthen your window an hour and it's not going to be enough 
to ruin everything mm-hmm. and, oh, it and it doesn't it's... it doesn't give you that same feeling of oh well i fell off keto today you know like that's not it's not the same mentality mm-hmm. at all well because i don't I don't eat differently because I'm really big and you know, I'm very big in behavior change. Um, And so for me to do, you mentioned keto for keto, I couldn't successfully do that for the rest of my life. It's, it's a diet that I go on or go and then go off where intermittent fasting is really just adjusting when I eat. And you know, when, when we do our little Paris and Normandy trip with our studio people in October, I'm probably, I still, I did great when we went to Germany. I just, did, I just didn't eat breakfast and drank coffee and I drink black coffee. So it's easy, but it's got to be a behavior change. It has to be something that you look at as this is, a, I'm shifting the way I look at food and I'm shifting the way I look at nourishing my body. Because I think people I know that have done it, that have struggled is when their eating window happens when they start the eating, they are making up all those calories they missed at the beginning of the day. You don't want to change the way you eat. You're still going to just eat a lunch like you normally eat and just eat a dinner or whatever meal you decide to eat and just have the snacks like you normally would. And, you know, I've tried, I was explaining to someone the other day, if you have missed, you know, a couple of snacks or whatever, you don't all of a sudden try to cram a thousand calories in five minutes before the interview. That's not the purpose of this, just trying to help you become healthier, you know, and there are different ways of, but you had mentioned the daily time restricted eating, but there's a couple of other ones that I have not tried, but I would kind of like to try them, but it's one of those, I kind of want a buddy to do it with me. (laughs) So one is called eat, stop and eat, and it involves fasting for 24 hours, once or twice a week. And I don't think I would do it all the time, but once a month I might do that. But you, after you finish dinner, like, let's say I finished dinner tonight, I don't eat again until dinner the next day. And so that's, and I know some people that do do that. One of the doctors that has, had been to my studio and taught a class, he is a, he's an internal medicine doctor, but he's a big proponent of it, of intermittent fasting, especially for diabetic patients. Now, anyone that's listening that has diabetes or knows anyone, don't, don't take that. It's hearsay when it's coming from as a third party to go talk to your own doctor. But one thing that he also mentioned was the 5-2 diet, where you only consume five to 600 calories on two non-consecutive days of the week, but you eat normally the other five. See, and to me, the, those two ways, those would feel like a diet to me. They would almost feel like a punishment to me. And to so- me, it, it, it's like what you're saying. It's mm-hmm. work to me. Yeah, it's See, not- and with intermittent fasting and an eating window, it isn't work to me. Right. Me too. So, you know, I would like to try the fasting window sometime if I just want to really feel like, you know, mentally, it doesn't really affect our body anyway, any differently, but for me mentally, just to kind of go, okay, I'm purging all this crap and it might be fun to try that. To me, I think it would just piss me off to have five to 600 calories on two, two non-consecutive days. I'd be like, really? I'd rather not eat than just have that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I am... I'm a firm believer in a true fast that's 24 to 36 hours. I do it once a year, maybe more than that. And Mm -hmm. I have a friend who her and I have done it for some time. There was a time in my life I would do a full 72 hour fast or 96 hour fast. And I do feel like it does a really great job of colon health and cleansing. So as an 
the internal medicine doc, I'm sure that I they could see that there's some health to fully mm-hmm. cleansing the colon. But I do think that it's worth it to um, bring up some of the benefits and some of the maybe do's and don'ts of it. So benefits of intermittent fasting, ironically, helps with your thinking clear clarity and your mm-hmm. memory. It, it um, helps because when your body is not digesting, then your central nervous system can be all on board. Like, right, it's just one mm-hmm. more piece of the body that isn't working, right? The other one is it's super great for heart health. And I know that we mentioned this earlier, but when you're eating in a specific window, it is going to keep you from overeating, assuming that you're not gorging when you're in your window to eat. And like Kat said, we're not giving you permission to do that. It's not just, oh, hey, calories don't matter because ultimately calories in and calories out do matter. But what we're suggesting is, is that if you keep your diet regular and you're losing a meal, you're going to be changing your caloric intake. You're also not going to be mindlessly eating because once you get past that six o'clock window and you're sitting there at seven o'clock in front of TV and you're like, oh, I want a snack. You're like, "Um, nope, it's not in my window. Mm-hmm. And it's easy for you to decide that because you've chosen that. You've chosen that as a way of life, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, as speaking of that, people that didn't listen to our mindful eating podcast from last week might want to listen to that because we do talk about that exact thing. Go have a sip. Go have a big glass of water. You're probably not hungry anyway. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So then, a couple more benefits are, in general, physical performance, and that's I think mainly because you're going to notice a genuine weight loss, but also with intermittent fasting, sometimes it's not the weight loss. So it it affects your physical performance. And it's not just because you will lose a few pounds by doing intermittent fasting or more if that's your goal, but because your body shape changes while doing intermittent fasting, Mm -hmm. you will notice a slimming effect that you didn't necessarily change any workout routine or anything, but you will notice your clothes will fit differently, Mm -hmm. right? In a natural slimming effect. Well, and I I love that you tend to lose abdominal fat where that's where a lot of, especially after you pass 40, you tend to hold on to weight in the belly. And I have noticed a big difference in decreasing belly fat with intermittent fasting. Yep, 100%. Plus, it does, like you say, help with diabetes, it helps with obesity, it helps with tissue health. But I do think it's important for us to mention that there are some warnings and this information comes from the Hopkins University where it references, this is not an appropriate choice for people under 18 years old. Mm -hmm. This is not an appropriate choice for pregnant women. Mm -hmm. This is not an appropriate choice for people with diabetes unless it is with their doctor's approval Mm -hmm. because it can throw off your blood sugars and we don't want that unless you and your doctor have talked about this. And then lastly, it may not be appropriate for people who have had uh, eating disorders, specifically anorexia, and or if they have undiagnosed eating disorders and or if they notice that once they start intermittent fasting, they start to shrink their window again, which is not 
not appropriate. We're not saying to do that. We're saying to choose your window and make that window a healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So if you know that you're prone to fixating like that, maybe do it again with your doctor or your counselors, you know, backup where they're helping watch and helping you maintain that as a healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I've also read that people with kidney stones and reflux should not do intermittent fasting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So I have feelings about that, but I might just, <laughs> I might just keep them to myself oh, for and, now. And that is just from Mayo Clinic. So not from Dr. Cat. Not from Dr. Cat. And Tanya would be arguing with that. No, energetically, I would say if you have not treated those problems, but I would also say that if you're going on intermittent fasting, that you ought to be also considering healthy, mindful food choices. So if in your eight hours of eating, you're eating high fat foods or fried foods, and you think, well, because I'm intermittent fasting, I can eat whatever I want, that is going to contribute to acid reflux. So mm -hmm. yes, there are pieces that are like, mm, I do and don't necessarily agree with that. I understand that sometimes with acid reflux, an empty stomach is going to cause problems. But I feel like if we're working on the diet and the food going in, keeping it cleaner and healthier is already going to be working to help that acid reflux or that GERD or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So again, maybe with your doctor and work on both of them at the same time. I'm not, I, I feel like that, that's a, that's a slippery slope with me. And I feel like energetically, I would have to talk people through that one. <laughs> uh, I have some books. I do too. So the first book, and I know it's the book that I recommended to you when we first started this whole uh, journey of intermittent fasting is Fast, Feast, Repeat by Jen Stevens. Mm -hmm. And that was the book that I was actually introduced to uh, intermittent fasting. And it was interesting because I did have several aha moments in it because when I first started intermittent fasting, I had heard the language of, well, you can have snacks before your fast is over without breaking your fast if they're under 100 calories or yeah, you can have your coffee with your cream and sugar and that won't break your fast. Although I've learned differently now, mm -hmm. having read her book and hearing the science behind it. And so now I support her book and I feel like the knowledge and the science that she has used in the research is very well founded. And I think the book is very well written. Mm -hmm. The other book I would recommend is 16 colon 8. So that's that 16 8 window that you and I are talking about by Jamie Chambers. Mm -hmm. yeah. Very cool. I have one Fast This Way by David Asprey. And there is one by Cynthia Thurlow that I found kind of interesting. I don't have this book, but I was looking at it and I was looking at the contents and I do have it in my shopping cart, but it's called Intermittent Fasting Transformation, the 45 day program. So it's, this one's give, make treating it more like a diet, but I love the fact that it focused a lot on hormonal health. We as women always are struggling with hormones. So I thought that was interesting. The other one is a book that my brother-in-law gave me, and it's got a section on intermittent fasting. It's by Tony Robbins, and it's called Life Force. And, and they really 
promote for overall health? I mean, like I said, there's only one small chapter on intermittent fasting, but it's an important chapter. And they promote that for longevity, for uh, slowing aging, for improving your overall health and keeping you from having a lot of issues in other areas of your life that intermittent fasting is wonderful. So those are the ones I have. I have to say, I immediately, when I first started doing intermittent fasting, I started using the Fastic app. And I love it because I like tracking stuff. So it makes me very, very happy to have that. And I've been fasting. I was trying to pull it up real quick. I've been fasting now for 211 days. And I haven't really not done it. It's just been part of my life for that long. Also, I did the Noom app during COVID and that's N-O-O-M. And I really loved it. It is a pay app though, but it's where you're talking to psychologists, but they have now come out with a intermittent fasting eating plan that can go along with um, talking to a psychologist. So if you feel like, well, I've got all kinds of eating issues around my body and body issues, that one might be a good one to try. And I really did like having, you know, a counselor to talk to. Then I have two websites you can check out. The Galveston Diet by Dr. Claire Haven. I think it's Haven, but she's an OBGYN in Galveston. That's why she came for the Galveston Diet. And she really believes in intermittent fasting for everyone, but especially for women that are dealing with any kind of hormone issues, perimenopause and menopause. And then the other website I found, and I just ordered the book today, I didn't call Obesity Cure, but it's by Dr. Jason Fung, F-U-N-G, and he's an MD. And he has written all these wonderful books, but he has drjasonfung.com or you can go to thefastingmethod.com but he's a big proponent of fasting not just for weight loss but also for controlling a, a myriad of health issues. I love that. The only other intermittent fasting app I might suggest would be Simple Fast. Mm-hmm. Fastic is the one that I used way back when and that I had told you about. And I do love it the best. But Simple Fast is nice and maybe a little less complicated. So I know that I had started with Simple Fast. And then I moved into the Fastic app, which I like better because I was trying to combine like my fitness pal and my simple app. And it was better because Fastic allows you to do both. Mm -hmm. So that's why I had switched to Fastic. I would just say that, you know, intermittent fasting is maybe not for everyone, but uh, it's definitely a healthy way to live your life. And if you're trying to lose weight, you can definitely do that. But if you don't really have any weight to lose, you just want to be more in control of your eating and of your life and eat more mindfully, then intermittent fasting is definitely a a thing that you should try and give it a go. And I don't think Tanya's crazy anymore since I've tried it and I really enjoy doing it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to be said for, you know, you can use intermittent fasting for whatever it is your goal is. And if you want to lose weight, then you can certainly shrink that window to 19 and five and really work to lose weight and do it something more like an OMD, a one meal a day. But then if you feel like you're at that perfect place and you're at that weight, 
weight goal, you can certainly slide it back to a 14 and 10 window for maintenance. There's no rule, but the nice part about it is it leaves you not having to think. Like, right? It's not, oh, how many calories have I had today? It's, oh, you know, what about this or that? Or the whole thought process is, is it takes away all of that thinking for you and then it becomes just doable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So give it a go. Give it a go. Perfect. I'm Kat Kahn. And I'm Tanya Rice. And this is Two Pittas on a Pod signing off. Thank you for listening to Two Pittas on a Pod. We're grateful you joined us. Join us again for more musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learned, laughed, and enjoyed this podcast. And we hope you will share your comments or questions. Email us at twopittasonapod at gmail.com. And like us on Facebook and Instagram at Two Pittas on a Pod.